Hello and welcome everyone to episode 35 of the Ducky O'Brien Show. And today we have another random thought video. So I might alternate the indie games galore with random thoughts whenever I have them. I do have a few more, so hopefully you guys don't mind. Today I'll be going over my thoughts that I had when reading an article about describing what is an indie game. I think the article missed the point because it only seemed to focus on whether or not the studio had outside funding. I think it boils down to more than just the money. I think it boils down to whether or not the developers are free to do what they want. Anyways, before we continue, I would like to thank everyone for dropping by and listening. I try to thank everyone at the beginning of the podcast, but I am getting old and sometimes I forget. So if I catch myself, I can record it in post and then insert it into the beginning. Anyways, why don't we get into the episode? Okay, I just wanted to make this quick video because I read an article and it kind of made me a little irritated because I think it's missing the point. Maybe I'm missing the point too. I don't know. Maybe that's like my ego speaking out. But yeah, it was on Engadget. The Game Awards raises an old question. What does indie mean? Written by Jessica Condit. And essentially they're saying that Dave the Diver which was nominated at the Video Game Awards for Best Indie Game, is not actually indie because they're backed by a large publisher. And so their argument, if I am understanding the article correctly, maybe I'm missing the point, but it seemed to me that being tied into the quote-unquote the system uh, makes it not indie. So... Here's my opinion about what an indie game is. It's not about the money, and it's not about the publisher. Because the reality is, I watched the video, Asmongold was reacting to it, I forgot which one, I was like, why Baldur's Gate 3 is so good or something, and that dude mentioned that Larian is actually owned, not owned, but I think Tencent has like a 30% share of Larian. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, because anyone can make anything up on the internet, but let's say it's true, right? Larian is is not quote unquote independent. That means right, but Baldur's Gate three is amazing. Okay, it, it's still top sellers and it's still in I think the top ten most played games concurrently on Steam. So it's it's going strong ever since it came out uh, of full release. Their argument was like, oh, ND is not an aesthetic, and I'm like, yeah, it's not, but it's not about the money. And here's what I think the main point is. I think this is what they're going for. I think it's the fact that for indie, when I think about indie, it means that developers are free to make game design decisions based on what they think is fun and cohesive to their vision. I think that's it. Because when we think of AAA games, you know, you think of really good ones, but when you are disappointed, you think of live service games, always online, $40 skins, loot boxes, you know. Think of Destiny 2, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4 comes to mind. Now, y'all might be happy with the game, and that's fine. But I think there's a lot of legitimate criticism in terms of how the game is structured and made to feel like it's addictive, engineered to be addictive, and it's kind of driving you to the cosmetic store to buy skins or buy battle passes, whatever it is, right? You can say Fortnite, you know, any gacha game like Genshin Impact, right? So when I think about it, those mechanics do exist in indie games. And there's a lot of asset flips made in indie games. There's a lot of terrible games made in indie games. Um, Just because it's indie doesn't mean it's good. 
there's so much trash and it's not the developer's fault you know there are some good intention developers there are some developers will with, with ill intentions but overall they might not have the skill level and experience necessary to make a pretty decent game and that's understandable but money doesn't fix that problem you give an unexperienced developer a lot of money they're not going to make a good game all of a sudden right it's very hard to come up with a a solid and unique and fresh feeling game idea it's so difficult i tried it myself and i was struggling <laughs> okay then going back to it uh i think for indie games i think the most important thing is that there's no investor saying that hey we need a return on investment you should make the game this way i i think it's a it's an environment where the developers are free to make decisions because they want it to be creative, they want the game to be fun, they had an overall vision that they want to adhere to. Like I think I think that is the spirit of an indie game nowadays because that can happen with large corporations. Like if you look at Nintendo, you know, if you look at any company where there's a publisher involved, it depends on how generous the publisher is with the developer and there's a lot of publishers that let the developer do what they want while giving them funding and so i think it's a it's kind of like a i don't know i feel like it's it's a stupid viewpoint that indie games have to have no backing because having a, a reliable flow of money is good it's a good thing it lets the developer work without worrying about feeding themselves and their family or worrying about paying the artists that work and help create on their game it's a good thing and also, I, I really hate this viewpoint of, like, profit is important. I don't want it to be the only thing, but it has to be one of the top goals of the game because I'm going to be real with you, fellas. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know who thinks that profit is bad. Like, unless you are absolutely naive about how the world works, everyone in, in modern civilization needs money. If you're living out in the wilderness hunting and gathering, you don't need money. But if you're living in modern civilization, everyone needs money. And if you're working for a company, the company has to make money so they can pay you your wages. Right? That's how it works. So I think it's good to focus on profit, for sure. It has to be one of the focuses of the game. But it can't be the only one, and it can't undermine the game for the sake of making profit, especially taking advantage of consumers it's an icky feeling like if you really love the game right you're going to want to support it but if you are tricked into spending money and time in the game that's another thing that's like i don't know man it's that's just it's just messed up <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't do that as a developer to your player base you should provide them with what they want and have them you know and give them a fun time and give them a lot of value for their time and and all the money they're spending you, it's like a symbiotic relationship you exist together Unfortunately, you know, a lot of live service games have become more like a parasitic relationship where there's leeching your time and money and giving you absolutely nothing in return. And by going back, uh, there's plenty of examples of publishers that are backing games that make really good games. Like Alan Wake 2, I think it was backed by Epic. And I think, I'm not sure if there's other investors, I think Tencent also has some shares in the company but yeah, Alan Wake 2 is great right I mean not, it might not be your type of game but as a game it's it's pretty good for what it does for the genre that it's in if you don't like the genre that's fine 
But to say that it's a bad game because you don't like it, I think that's that's kind of a silly argument. But there's also a lot of examples of like indie companies that are just terrible and unethical. One company that I think of is DNA Army Gaming or something like that. I reviewed a bunch of their games and they're all asset flips. They're incredibly lazily done. They promise updates and then they don't update the game. They align to the consumer base. Like, it's it's not a good company. <laughs> and the games aren't good. Okay, that's going to be it. I, I just, you know, I, I'm thinking it out. I might not have said everything eloquently, but it's just some thoughts I had. These are always random thoughts. So it's not like I write a script or anything. It's just I turn on the camera and then I start talking. So it might be a little, might be a little messy. Apologize for that. But hopefully you got the gist of what I'm saying. I think most people, when you think of indie, that's that's what they're going for, even though they can't really express it in words. It it's like a game I play, and I'm like, wow, this feels like it feels fresh. It feels like they took risks. It's not a sequel. It's not an always online service game. It's not a derivative product. You know, I'm like, wow, that this is fun, right? I I think that's what you feel when you when you get a game that's quote unquote indie, and also like, you know, independent is not an aesthetic. I I agree because there's a lot of smaller companies that pump out games that look gorgeous. And, uh, you know, like there's also companies that are independent. They have a lot of money they can afford, you know, to kind of graphically overhaul their game and make it look great. But yeah, I, I don't think it's fair to categorize games as independent based on how much money they have access to or whether or not they have, they're tied to a publisher. I think in my opinion, it's about the level of freedom they have uh, to make the game that the developers wanted to make without interference from, you know, a suit saying you got to put in skins and a battle pass and everything. All right, that's going to be it. Uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to share my opinion because I think if you just only focus on the money or ties to a publisher or outside funding, then you're going to kind of downplay the game based on their financial status, not the actual quality of the game. I think you should always judge a game based on the actual quality of the game and nothing else matters. And I think also like people are kind of bringing this up because I think honestly most gamers are just tired and fatigued of AAA titles that just feel the same and don't really give you anything for your time and money and it just feels lazy and and, an engineer product. I think that's it. Anyways, I'm going to end here before I keep rambling. I'll catch you guys next time. Okay, that was episode 35 of the Ducky O'Brien Show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did like it or if you didn't and you have some feedback or criticisms, I'll be more than happy to hear them. If you want to send them my way, you can email me at duckyobrienshow at gmail.com. That is D-U-C-K-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Once again, the email is duckyobrienshow at gmail.com. You can also check me out on YouTube and Twitch and my blog, which is duckyobrien.com, and the website should have all the links to my different outlets. I would like to note here for my podcast, I kind of like doing whatever I feel like doing because that lets me continue making the show. So while I would definitely love to hear feedback, I might not implement them into the show because if it changes into something I don't like doing, then I'm not going to continue making the podcast. So. It's just whatever I feel like doing. That's why I call it my show, Ducky O'Brien Show. Well, that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. 
And as always, hope you guys are staying safe and seeing out there. And catch you guys next time.